Protectors of the Wood episode series. Episode number 39. We need a story. Ricardo leaned forward, closer into the circle. I'd like to get back to Freddy's idea. We need a story. Perhaps I can help. Many of you know I have a chance to present our ideas at the coming United Nations Conference. The preliminary gathering will be in River City in just a month. The conference itself, with representatives from over a hundred nations, will meet in River City in two months. I must present my paper and recommendations on Tuesday, the 25th of September. I intend to be ready with an analysis of what we've accomplished, including the social, political, and economic assets and obstacles, as well as the technical problems. I need to visit locations where biogas is produced and have access to people and resources. Who works on your project? Who adopts cars and furnaces and stoves for biogas? How much does it cost? Is the supply reliable? What becomes of the compost? I'm in a rush, just like the rest of you. And make no mistake, this will be a story, and we'll all have to decide how to present it. Freddy's brown eyes were full of fire. Abby had never seen his drive, his intensity before. So Abby, can we visit these biogas sites? Can we interview people and run a series on the economics and legalities of the operation? Can we estimate the practical implications for our audience? It can't be too abstract. We need on-the-ground details, personal stories. Abby responded. To all of that, the answer is yes. Yuvia, Phoebe, and I are here to work with you and help present Half Moon Park, Rivergate, the West Isle, and Fisher's Islands as models of the way things can be done. You can talk to farmers in Middletown already producing their own biogas. And yes, you can talk to people who deliver fuel, adapt engines, and have to get paid for what they do. Freddie jumped in with a question. Amy, how does that sound for you? It has to be done, but you understand. My father will not participate. No interviews, no emails, no statements for the press. Don't expect his office to reply. His position is that this effort is economic, not political. His office will say only one thing. Biogas saves the taxpayer money. The parks and sanitation departments pay for themselves. That's our strong suit, and it's all you can expect from him. Freddy Baez rubbed his hands together. I do believe that Amy has just given us a key element of the story. The people who make this possible are not rich for the most part. This project has blossomed without major corporations and vast incomes for executives. We're talking about a local grassroots industry that can be replicated. I think that storyline suits both Ricardo and myself. 
Ricardo refilled Freddy's wine glass. They clinked glasses and raised them to the whole group, who returned the toast with coffee cups. In the silence that followed, Yuvia spoke for the first time. Her voice was very quiet, and the group listened closely. I volunteer to be a guide for any group wanting to see any part of our biogas, composting, and agricultural methods. I won't volunteer for interviews, but I'll find people who will volunteer. We can go to Rivergate, the West Isle, and Fisher's Island. We can visit homes and collection sites and look at boats, stoves, cars, trucks, and furnaces that run on biogas. But someone else will have to give permission and guide reporters visiting Half Moon Park. Amy replied, Benny Nimzowicz is our park manager. Speak to him first, and I'll ask permission up the bureaucratic ladder. Ultimately, the governor will have to give permission or not. These are pluses and minuses for him either way. We'll just have to wait and see. But meanwhile, the Rivergate part of the story will be a wonderful place to start. Ricardo looked around the circle. We've come a long way in less than an hour. I haven't mentioned the Evansville part of the picture because we've got that covered. Mayor Ellis has been increasing purchases of biogas from the park system for seven years or so. Henry is familiar with the technology and the politics. Ricardo nodded to the young assistant professor. Henry thanked Ricardo and gave out his phone number and email address. I'm eager to know all of you. I'm doing my graduate thesis on this subject, and I hope to visit your sites and include you in my research. This is a wonderful opportunity, and I'm very grateful. He looked around the room with hesitant, vulnerable blue eyes, obviously pleading for acceptance. Ricardo gave people a moment to reassure Henry. And then he said, I'm sure you're all hungry. Let's all trade email addresses and move this train forward. Abby frowned. There's a problem. We've been warned not to carry cell phones. We've been warned of efforts to hack our phones and computers. So to reach out to Yuvia or anyone in Rivergate, call Sonny Walker's secretary named Chris. Sarah, maybe you could help move this along. I'm on it. This is my department. Don't worry about a thing. But what about Sule and Nico? Where do they fit in? Abby smiled. Phoebe and I are supervising them. We need them in Middletown. But tomorrow morning, they'll be here with the soccer teams for the games in your stadium. Got it. I'll find them. Keep the news coming. Phoebe spoke up. I'll know where they are. I'll help you. People looked at each other, wondering if Phoebe's words had concluded the meeting. But Ricardo leaned forward again. I apologize, but I need to ask two more questions. And please, answer them any way you wish, or don't answer them at all. First, I'm under pressure from my colleagues in other fields, history, anthropology, archaeology, 
They want to know who could help them find sites to study and people to interview in Rivergate and the Forest Preserve. I tried to be polite and said I'd look into it, but I certainly have promised nothing. But now I ask, can any of our professors interested in the history of the Half Moon Valley or the archaeology of the valley speak to any of you about any information you may have? Abby replied firmly, No, we're in no position to guide any such inquiry and will prevent it if possible. I thought so. Rest assured, I will offer nothing and I'll warn you if anything of the kind is moving forward. Thank you. And be aware that the Forest Preserve is run by the state and I believe will fall under the authority of Amy's father. We've been protected so far. Amy nodded. Ricardo went on. Finally, I'm curious if there is an important reason why all of you... He was looking at Abby, Phoebe, and Yuvia. ...have suddenly made this generous offer to partner with us. The three glanced at each other. Phoebe spoke up. I can think of one reason. We've been through a lot of stress and trouble over the last two months. It's been a shocking experience. We've had to learn to cope very fast. Ah, go for it. Tell them. We've tried to do things that are really quite ordinary, like build a community around the stores in our town, offer activities that people might like, especially teenagers. These are things I grew up doing, things I had considered normal, like having festivals, music concerts, a soccer league, listening to our local minister, and supporting the mission of the church. But we've had to realize that we're facing very powerful, wealthy, and determined enemies. Problems have opened up that have been hidden for decades. We've had to fight for basic community goals. Freddie has seen some of this. What Sarah called the mysteries in Middletown have arisen around what I used to consider ordinary small-town events. Now, you could say that Reverend Tuck's sermon, the one where he called climate change a sin, well, I do see that many people regard that as threatening. But doing nothing about it is even more threatening. We've realized we have to fight a larger political battle. What I'm interested in is that battle. Middletown is a microcosm of the wide world. We need to be included in your planning and actions. So tell us, what happens tomorrow morning? How can we contribute? How do we follow up? Can we get involved in events surrounding the United Nations Conference? We're opening up because circumstances are forcing us to get together and stand for something, or our world will become an unrecognizable nightmare. Sarah was clapping. Please, all three of you, tomorrow after the gathering at Hamilton Hall, our group will meet, discuss the day's events, and plan for the future. You're all invited, and please help us at tomorrow's event. It's an effort to create dialogue and understanding between the trustees, students, and faculty. We want the trustees to share power with the college community. 
and not act like the students are children and the faculty are absent-minded professors lost in abstract research. We're in this together and I'll have to speak on your behalf and present ideas from this meeting, but I don't have the authority and respect to respond to the trustee's presentation. Ricardo, that job could only be done by you. I wish we could help, but you know you'll be on the spot. Sara, please, you don't have to apologize. I've been eager for this job for years. If only I can be on the spot a dozen more times in the next few months. What good is Evansville College? What good is being a professor? What good is having a new department called energy in the age of climate change? It's time to plan, organize, speak up. It's time to act. He slammed the fat of his hand onto the table. They all stared in surprise. Okay, Ricardo, we're with you. Freddie rubbed his hands together. He had a gleam in his eye. <laughs> this is why I entered the news business. Hey, are we all on board here? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. Absolutely. 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 Hey, uh, any more questions here? No one spoke. Ricardo stood up. Thank you. Thank you all. Now let's eat. It's about time I'm starving. Thanks for listening. Episode 40 is coming soon. To hear all the episodes, please visit www.protectorsofthewood.com. For Facebook and Instagram, please visit us at Protectors of the Wood book series. Come follow me It's alright you see There's nothing for you to fear Come on over here You can see me through your tears I'll listen to you I hear what you say Go ahead and cry from your heart I'll see you part with me There's always a way I'll see you wherever you are You can't be too near to any place you may happen to be I can shine for you to see Come close to me And you'll surely see How life begins all around See what you found 
It's all that there is In darkness I'll come to you Remember I'll always come through If you only knew It's all really true How life begins all around See what you found